Welcome to the Nasred Podcast, or Nasred Talks About Movies, a place where movies are discussed. Joining me once again is my dear friend, interdimensional Alex. He has come. Yeah. I should do robot like sound effects for your voice and stuff, you know. <laughs> I am back yeah. from the frozen planet. Yeah, hello. Well, welcome again, my friend. Yes. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Transformers last night. The le- <laughs> that would have been a better Transformers last yeah. night. Yeah. About last about night. About last yeah. night. Uh, that was not a robotic arm you found. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, no, The Last Night. That's K-N-I-G-H-T. what it's called. Right. Directed by Michael Bay. Sir and, Michael Bay. Yeah, and before we recorded, we saw this video mm. of Michael Bay uh, storming off. Something upset him, or something he was supposed to talk it to. W- s- it was. It looked like it looked like a, as a friend of mine would say, a bullshit setup. Should from I the start. play it? <laughs> should, should I play it for the listener, or do you think we're good? Like, I don't. You're called. Okay. Brother. You know what? You know what? Let's let's just let's and we'll react in real time. Yeah. Too. Here wait. Okay. So this is. Uh, <laughs> This let's, is Michael. let's set up. We're at a. It's like a Samsung event for technology, it's like and a they're keynote thing. and they're using him as like the shill to yeah. plug the product. Yeah. So Michael Bay comes out. Today? He's talking to. Everybody. Okay. Uh, here my job as a director is I get to dream for a living. Hmm. Michael, you know you're known for such unbelievable action. See, already, it's you. awkward. Already yeah. These unbelievable ideas. He's, you know. Um, I create visual worlds that are so beyond every, everyone's normal life experiences. And Hollywood is a place. Hold on. I just want to pause that. Yes. He creates visual worlds that are beyond everybody's life experience. This, is, this man's a genius. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. It creates uh, a viewer escape. And um, what I try to do is, I, as a director, I try to... Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh oh. He turned around. The type is all off, sorry. But ah, just the type is all off. Tell us what you think. We don't yeah. even know what we'll, we do we'll for a living without right the now. type. <laughs> yeah. um, right. I, take t- I try to take people on an emotional ride. And, um, You're taking us on an emotional ride. Yeah. An emotional awkward ride. The curve? How does it. Oh. Uh, how do you think it's So, so it's, at uh, that point, the guy's pointing. Go ahead. So yeah, just to explain to the viewers, so even the announcer or the the MC of the event knows that this isn't going well. Yeah. And he sees that Michael Bay, out of total nervousness, is just kind of staring into the screen yeah. that they're selling. So and he he's just, pacing kind. So of. he's like, ah, uh, uh, the curve. Yeah. The, what do you think about the yeah. new Samsung yeah. curve here? And I guess this is when they were the curve was like a new thing right. or something. And, and and you know what I think happened is I think Michael Bay must have jumped the gun right there because yeah. you notice it. He kind of started a speech and then the interviewer kind of. Yeah, weaved his yeah, way yeah. into yeah. We're gonna continue, going. and then as an actor, I want you to tell me what he could have done to maybe <laughs> sure. make this go less, you know, <laughs> right. in a weird direction. But okay, it's your movies. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he okay. walks off. <gasps> he walks. Ladies and gentlemen, let's thank Michael Bay for joining us. Confused clapping, and uh, so Alex, let's say you were yeah. on stage. And you're you're you 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 get flustered. What yeah. do what do you do to not? He got flustered there, and well, what he's I'm clearly not an actor. Ab- what I'm confused about is he. All he had to do was talk about what he does. Yeah, right. And he couldn't. I think the thing is he had planned to read a really well written sort of text yeah. on, on on not just I direct because I think probably the guy thinks too literally. Like, well, I show up with a crew and I tell the art department what i need now, he's yeah. supposed to be talking about i create visual worlds yeah, to stimulate yeah. i would have just been like dude you have to speak from the heart if you're talking about visual worlds that go beyond yeah. our everyday experience yeah, yeah. that that should be sourced yeah. from the heart i imagine yeah but you know 
Let's put credit where credit's due. He, he, it doesn't sound like he's a man who gives speeches often. I think he was put in an awkward position. Yeah. And if anyone is sort of caught off, it's it's awful to be caught off guard on yeah, stage. Yeah, it's yeah. happened to all of us who have been on. Yeah, but he does seem kind of dorkish. He has a dork vibe, doesn't he? Well, I mean, I don't mean that in yeah, a bad yeah. way. I mean that like he makes movies for 13-year-olds, so you got to yeah. kind of be dorky. And, I suppose you know. so. Or yeah. just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's easy to cast ideas i i was thinking Thule myself but what do i know i'm yeah, not the guy yeah no but i mean so before we begin let's just say no disrespect to the filmmakers as we review this film no disrespect to the i mean speaking for me you know for no disrespect it's hard making a movie but we got to give our honest thoughts people are listening to hear our honest thoughts i don't think we should sugarcoat how we felt about this no indeed and uh, we just got to be honest and i think honesty is a very compelling thing for anybody to listen to so alex the last night about last night whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> what did you think of this film well general overview and i must preface by saying i am that loser who just has basically next to no knowledge of transformers it's the opposite of loser that knows nothing yeah, yeah i'm like i'm a real winner <laughs> yeah, in, this, in yeah. this respect i nerded out on plenty of things as a child and yeah. into my adulthood but transformers at least its original uh, 80s incarnation was just a couple years before me <laughs> and in later on in life I, I never found the interest to get into it so yeah. I've never watched the movies I also even after Armageddon kind of was over Michael Bay <laughs> I, I'm that guy I've, ever since I was a kid too I'm exhausted by act 3 if you give yeah. me too many explosions in the beginning we've come too many times yeah. it's hard to get it up after all that yeah. so that's the uh, for this one I went in with zero expectations. I even went in expecting a hot piece of shit. Yeah. And it was pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I found myself literally laughing, as you just heard, throughout it, which yeah. helped me. And it was no. nice to be able to have those big cushy seats in this particular theater that we went to where you could kick back and watch it without yeah. too much care. And um, I, what was fascinating to me were a couple of things. I realized that this kind of movie falls into a popcorn money-making machine yeah, yeah, and i yeah. could literally see where he was cutting and pasting where you got to have the line yeah. here you got to have her sultry lips here yeah, yeah you yeah. got to have the a side glance and cute little comment right here yeah. then you got to have the and i there was some there was nothing organic about the storytelling yeah. it was all just like filling the quota of hollywood right right yeah <laughs> and having very respectable actors filling in all those yeah. roles. I think I heard, I recognized several of the actors as the Transformers. Now, you know who actually had more intrigue and life to them were the Transformers. Yeah. I wanted more with Optimus Prime. Yeah. I, I still don't know who voiced him. That's something we should have looked up yeah, before. Yeah. But I recognized John Candy. Uh, John Candy. No, that would have been interesting. <laughs> hey, you guys, I'm a Transformer. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone need an uncle? Yeah. yeah. No, it would have been uh, uh, John Goodman. Right, yeah. Totally, all, yeah. almost if it, as if it were the Walter Socek kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, kind of military kind of. Yeah, thing, and I think yeah. we heard Steve Buscemi. Yeah. I'm guessing, and yeah. I and I get it. And you know, obviously, these actors have got to like working with him because I know Steve Buscemi's done a couple movies with him. And yeah. You had John Turturro in it. You had Anthony Hopkins for crying out loud, Sir yeah. Anthony Hopkins. And I, I don't know. I personally don't agree with this kind of movie. I hate seeing actors I love having to do <laughs> these movies, but. You know, I, it looks like people had a fun enough time doing it, and yeah. I didn't. I was not expecting this film to solve anything. Yeah. And uh, for a, a good little waste of two and a, and it was overly long. God damn it! Make 
you can do these movies in 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. really can. You yeah. can like give us less and all those explosions, but just respect our time. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. this is really for kids, it shouldn't be over two hours. Yeah. This thing was easily like... It felt like two thirty. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it was, but it felt like two and a half hours. Yeah, I would say. And it had so many false conclusions. Like I got, I was, I was tired. I'm like, how do any of you have energy to yeah, save yeah. the planet at this point? I'd be like, yeah, nah, yeah. I'm fuck yeah. it. What's funny is like the whole movie is going. I'm like, okay, okay, all right. I'm not, I'm not getting tired yet. Yeah. Right when all this shit happens in the third act or fiftieth act or whatever act it was, I start getting drowsy so like i can drowsy. you know what i mean i actually i all i think for 30 seconds my eyes closed and then i opened them and i didn't know what the hell yeah was because it's like you're looking at a screensaver basically you know what yeah. i mean like it's not and but anyway and, go ahead well and yeah. I, another thing i noted and i mentioned this to you right when we left you could count except for the few moments where you got a little slow motion moment and yeah. were and i gotta give the movie credit for a couple of things there were a few they're not many but a few little zen moments yeah there was a uh <laughs> okay also merry band of stereotypes jesus christ yeah. it's like these are robots did they really take the time to learn the stereotype it, voice yeah like, yeah the ken you Watanabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah like of course i look like a samurai yeah. and i will speak in eastern yeah. philosophy prose yeah. and you know i guess it's okay but there but it for example my god one of them said oh i feel sick after eating the tijuana trash i'm like yeah, okay oh, really yeah. even the tijuana street trash is is bad yeah. for you? like come on yeah, yeah. um yeah i i thought uh that what i noticed except for those few little slow motion zen moments yeah every shot and i'm talking about like before you make the next cut yeah doesn't last more than two to four seconds yeah, yeah, max yeah so it's of course exhausting you're getting overloaded right, with right. so much shit and you don't have enough time to establish a shot and this pisses me off yeah, about yeah. movies today yeah. it's it doesn't that they, let you... it's it's designed to keep people in an ADD fucking distracted world yeah, you yeah. don't have time like cool you have a flying transformer going over the battlefield why couldn't you take like a this movie's already two and a half hours anyway couldn't you do a full minute of just swooping over the field and seeing yeah this, or yeah, like, yeah yeah there was a cool moment where optimus prime is floating through space frozen and you know yeah. sub-zero you know degrees yeah, of space yeah. i love that i love yeah. how he has like this kind of running message going as like his mantra or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and when he landed on cyber i'm sorry diehard fans i'm i'm gonna <laughs> butcher this reality yeah. and some of you are probably hating the fact that i had like he has no right to see he hasn't even seen the first 16 yeah. movies of this like well you know yeah you know what i say to those people fuck you yeah, yeah, fuck Alex you talk. unsubscribe yeah, no, yeah, no i'm kidding yeah. please subscribe uh, uh thank you yes no um i thought that uh what was i saying the four four shots this is quick yeah, it's just, Cybertron. It's, yeah oh yeah when he landed on cybertron like just he could have landed just i i'm asking for a lot here but i would have wanted more of that like ridley scott blade runner pace. Yeah, yeah 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 like you can do transformers with a blade runner pace to it be meditative these are yeah. robot people creatures yeah, and you yeah. could and uh Oh God, Mark Wahlberg, dude! Just I'm watching this, going, "You were in Boogie Nights," yeah. and I realize, of course, that's more credit to Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he just had this like, he looked, he has this face that is equally pissed off and confused. Yeah, he's like angry and lost. Yeah, and this movie was big on anti-intellectualism, which yeah. I really fuck. It's it's 
it was cute in the 90s to do that whole like well whatever english girl i'm you know yeah whatever you and your kooky degrees and your science like yeah, that was yeah. kind of fun for a while but we live in the trump era now yeah and it's not it's like don't have your characters be yeah. willfully ignorant and also yeah. that's oxymoronic he's an inventor yeah so how is an inventor gonna bash this woman yeah, for yeah, having all these degrees having impressive credentials yeah, like, like he was so and that's also and and he totally slut shamed her at one point and here's the robot i'm gonna totally give a thumbs up to yeah uh cogman uh-huh he was the butler robot right i have something I, to say about that i <laughs> thought that it, i mean all the transformer robots had stupid sassy lines they had yeah. to say that were you know again plug in that moment yeah. this is a vehicle movie yeah but he, he at least attacked mark Wahlberg when he fucking needlessly slut shamed her with yeah. this whole like well yeah yeah you look like a fucking like he yeah. totally with his yeah, yeah and i was like yeah can we Please kill Wahlberg in yeah. this scene. And why is Wahlberg the last knight? I thought they were setting it up as like a noble transformer yeah. would be a knight yeah. for this. No, it's a douchebag with a bracelet. <laughs> yeah, who, who, yeah. And when he, do you remember that shot where he gets the uh, sword? Where when he defends, when he deflects <laughs> yeah, the sword. Yeah. He had like a Lord of the Rings moment yeah. where he's like holding the big sacred object, and the camera's doing a slow swirl. But he just he looked like. He's like, Confused. his whole face is like, what? I'm holding a sword? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. You mean I'm still in this movie? Yeah, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you mentioned Cogman and you yeah. mentioned anti-intellectualism, yeah, which dude. I notice in anti-intellectual things, they have this convention of say, like have Cogman, who has a British accent, yes. or have Anthony Hopkins say something like, nice booty ma'am and yeah. it's like oh they wouldn't say no, that and it's like oh man, dude man, like like know? at one point hopkins said dude yeah and i, and and I like, got it he was kind of trying to like make fun of he was like yeah dude yeah, but i was yeah. like really or when hogman is like you were the coolest yeah. master i ever yeah. like, god you guys or 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 uh they were on a high-speed chase and you got Cogman going move bitch get out the way yeah get yeah, out yeah. the way and they're like really yeah. come on guys i mean what's funny is i saw a quote from michael bay and i'm not a michael bay basher okay yeah. I'm, I'm i'm not but there are things of his storytelling style that you cannot ignore like the fact that he sucks at storytelling yeah. you know what i mean like this yeah. movie the trailers really had me excited and i so i'm like you i don't give a fuck about the transformers movies i don't i saw the right. first one a long time ago and i thought whatever I tried to watch the second one. There was a part where they were trying to be funny and I just wasn't in the mood. So I just turned it off. I wasn't in the mood. It was like on TV or something. Uh-huh. And then this one, the trailers came and were you with yeah. me? Well, dude, well, because what I thought we were seeing at first was a Thor trailer because we're looking at all these like armored people fighting yeah. each other in some medieval setting and we hear Hopkins voice saying it was a different time. Yeah, Whoa, yeah, different yeah. Things. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is... And then I'm realizing, oh, it's... Uh, it's a Transformers movie, and Hopkins is in it. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was... Um, I uh, I blanked. What were we talking about? <laughs> um, I forgot, too, because I was just thinking of how little Optimus Prime was even actually yeah, in it. Like, if you're, it, if you're expecting an Optimus Prime vehicle, yeah. this vehicle ain't in this Yeah, if you're, if you're expecting an Optimus Prime goes bad and he goes around fucking shit up because he's a bad guy out now, it's not happening. It's like, it, it go, that goes on for about 10 minutes and it gets pretty much stopped. Yeah, yeah. Even has to There's happen. a word that I'm... I'm retiring from my vocabulary just because it's not nice. It's the R word, retarded. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to use that word for this, but this movie was very derp 
Like, yeah. have you ever heard <laughs> yeah, that? No, no, on the, of course. You it know, was like derp. it's derp. Well, it as was fuck. lowest common denominator intelligence. It yeah. also it also treated danger so lightly. Yeah. Again, maybe just because we were kids, and maybe in the I, I feel like in the sort of 80s but especially 90s is where you had explosions that don't burn people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have explosions where it just kind of knocks you back like yeah, yeah. you just kind of fell off a trampoline yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. and i'm really tired of like now not just marvel every movie ignores physics like yeah. people fall 15 feet and they don't break mm-hmm. anything or they yeah. don't have an actual scar i know i know it's a movie that's a movie you have to uh, you know suspend your disbelief i get it but yeah. still um, I agree with you. He doesn't really know storytelling. Doesn't really have realistic characters. And um, like let's, that little girl. Now let's talk about the women in his yeah. movies. Go ahead. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's talk about this fourteen-year-old yeah. actress well, that we. Before we get to the fourteen-year-old, yes. like, and then we'll get to the fourteen-year-old because that was just its own thing. Yeah. But like, I notice when he wants, like, I don't know, like the lady. Um, I am an MIT graduate, and I am smart, but I my breasts are up, and yeah. I am this, that, blah, 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 and I, you know, and he... Now, you know what's funny is, I, she was the one human being on whose side I was the, the most. I, I, I really... I, yeah. Like, I get it. She was completely unrealistic. She was Lara yeah. Croft, and yeah. she didn't go Tomb Raider. You know, yeah, Tomb Raider. yeah, like, yeah. It was totally... And, and yes, and every shot with her was comparable. Dude, you remember that the first time we see her? They're doing a polo match. She falls off her horse... And yeah. they specifically film her kind of skidding into the ground, <laughs> and and her lips are all like, oh, yeah, and like yeah, it looks yeah. like something's happening from behind because she kind of face first goes into that. Gr- it just kind of looks yeah, very yeah, yeah. sexual. Yeah, and uh, and the men she surrounded her just dicks in that movie. Like yeah. the fir- her polo partner is like, this is why you don't get a girlfriend. Like okay. Yeah. Or and like, Wahlberg was just a fucking ass. This is like yeah. Michael Bay's idea of characterization, like to show that she's not just a hot girl. She's right, right. She's kind of clumsy. She's, yeah, exactly. She, yeah. she, she's parking, and then she knocks over all these bikes. Like yeah. that's a character detail. And it was all for sex's sake, because every every time she got jostled around a bit or or slightly lost her yeah. she was all ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. like she was just gasping yeah. and moaning her whole way through yeah. the movie. And you know. In, in terms of a list of shittiness, it's not too low on the yeah, list for yeah. me. It's all right. I mean, hey, whatever. Yes. On the other end of the spectrum <laughs> is the 14-year-old girl. God. Please tell me what you thought of that. I mean, look, it's it's weird. I'm Again, I'm watching this movie, and I'm looking at what they're doing, and I'm like, I get it. They have to. These characters aren't even really serving the story. They're serving the kind of demographic that they want yeah. to come see this movie. So you have two attractive women something yeah. for the teenagers and something for the adults but nevertheless this 14 year old girl is wearing the shortest of shorts yeah the tiniest of shirts her sultry lips you can tell that somehow even though she lives in a almost a, practically a post-apocalyptic junkyard yeah. somehow she always has that perfect makeup yeah, thing yeah. going on yeah and just like she looks 12 by the way yeah Didn't no she, she was like, no no and then and mark Wahlberg thought she was 12 yeah, but yeah. they definitely like there were shots that i think and also just the choice of what they had her wear i'm like you guys yeah yeah stop yeah. sexing up 14 year old yeah, girls like it's, it's just, weird it's not or just i don't know is it weird because because if we were 14 maybe it would re- we relate to that i don't think so though because hmm. when you're 14 you're not really attracted to the girls in your school you're attracted to like the older well, you think they'd be they'd chicks. be into the the professor yeah they'd be girl. into they'd the be... professor they don't <laughs> want like some girl their age i just feel like yeah and it's not exactly a kids movie you're gonna have a lot of like sexually active dudes yeah, coming to yeah, see this movie yeah, yeah and you just kind of i don't know it's just one of those things where i'm like you know 
why can't kids be kids in movies? Right. They, they like even guys. You notice boys have to be super pretty with that perfect Adam's yeah, apple, yeah. And, they, and they already have their voice broken at you know twelve when others may not have their voice broken until fourteen or fifteen. You know, yeah, yeah. they always they they intentionally it seems want young people who have just entered the sex zone and it just yeah. it's, it, the older i get i get more uncomfortable yeah yeah, with yeah 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 i'm with you and there were these shots that were specifically about her fucking thighs or like yeah, you know, one, yeah. like a small shirt showing off her belly as she's running through the yeah desert. yeah who knows this yeah. is of course where someone's like well you're just looking too i'm like no dude i'm looking at what they're showing yeah here. It's i mean you're kinda, watching the fucking movie it's just, you know? am, I, am i alone do you also feel no like no this, i was just I, kind of she See, was shown thing, in a in a way too. I, I one that, yeah. thing I thought the character was kind of unnecessary. Nothing against the girl that plays the girl. She's fine, by the way. She, no, nothing she was against fine, the actress. She was but great. her yeah, character yeah. was really annoying. And like huh. I don't know, like yeah. I have. I, it's not that I have a problem with this kind of dialogue, but when they do it, it's 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 funny and goofy to me. But like when she's like like mark Wahlberg was like hey where, where are your parents or whatever and, and, then, and then she's like <laughs> that's that's how he says yeah too. she's like she's like the autobots they bombed my house and i wasn't there oh yeah and you know my and parents died. no way yeah i remember that no, they bombed the house i wasn't there no I, way i'm going to a group yeah 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 yeah, yeah. She, she, she says no way i'm going to foster yeah right. and it's like you know the other thing is okay like you you remember uh which one was the mad max one the second one which one was the one with the feral kid that's the road warrior Road warrior Hell remember yeah. Okay, that kid in the Road Warrior, yeah. he looks filthy and dirty, and, yeah. and he looks like a feral kid. He doesn't yes. look like some cute little kid. No. That character of that girl could have been so fascinating right, if you treated right. her realistically. That's, you know what I, I mean? I agree. This was more like a high schooler with a kind of yeah. edge to her. Yeah, and like, exactly. Suit her up a little bit with some yeah, dirt, yeah, and then there you go. But yeah. no, like, no, they should have had her like raw, yeah, like, yeah. animalistic. Almost. Yeah, right. you would do that if you're now living in a junkyard yeah. with very little human contact yeah. and only a robot by yourself. Yeah, right. I mean, there are so many details. Oh, and she also had to do obligatory, here's a few words in Spanish to remind you all that I'm a Latina oh, yeah, actress. Yeah, yeah. I hate that yeah, shit. Yeah. When it's like you had no reason. It's like, no, I'm going to say muy guapo just because I need to remind. <laughs> yeah. I, what did she oh, say? No. Did she-, she was, at one point, her little robot friend had an upgrade or something and she was like, yeah, muy guapo, como... Or so, she said something yeah, yeah. And, I, and like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, someone else could argue, no, hey, come on, let her do that. She yeah. might, but I, it reminds me of like Miami Vice where like, if you need me to get the drugs, that's no problemo. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, really, yeah, dude? Like, you're yeah. not going to just what's, do it like yeah. What's funny yeah. is, and basically, if I didn't say my opinion, I thought the movie was derp. But what's yeah. funny is there are so many details that could have been made a really cool movie. Like, yeah. the knights, the dude, girl. Hell yeah. And by the way, let's talk about that opening for a second. The opening was you know cool. what? I got to get whoever the Merlin actor was. Yeah. yeah. I kind of dug yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. did this kind yeah. of Monty Python thing where... Yeah. And I like that. That's cool. I Cool. Interpret it that uh, Merlin yeah. is, is a drunkard yeah. who... But see, even that... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. no even ahead. that shows Michael Bay's dumb humor. Yeah. Like, he's not... His movies are not funny. He likes like, to make dumb characters. Yeah. And, and the thing is... This is kind of the whole chi- what's first, the chicken or the egg thing. Are are we reflecting stupid America or are you making America stupid by continually yeah. making these heroes so people go, I guess I should act like Mark Wahlberg in this movie. Because, yeah, dude, yeah. if I had a son and he was starting to act like Mark Wahlberg, like talking that way, yeah. thinking this is how... I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong like, with you? Stop. Yeah, stop. He's n- there's nothing... Like, that character pissed me off. Yeah. I have my biggest beef is that the last night is Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. This guy was just like... 
like a confused douche. Yeah. <laughs> What's <laughs> funny is, yeah, speaking of that, like, okay, you remember we were talking yeah. earlier about Team America World Police. Yeah. And I read somewhere that, like, Trey Parker was like, you know, when we when they were making it, they were really trying to make fun of those Michael Bay movies, yeah. like, you know? Yeah. And so they had the main character kind of be like a Michael Bay character, which is sort of like, and his whole arc is, I'm awesome, I'm awesome. Oh, wait, maybe I'm not so awesome. Yeah. No, no, I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah, right, and, right. like, that's a Michael that Bay is, character. You're right. That and is again, totally the there arc. There are so many cool details in this movie, but they're filtered through Michael Bay's dumb eyes. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And no disrespect to the man, because, no. like, I respect anybody that's made a film but he's just his sensibility is so dumb it you know what dumb. i mean no like, no no we're not just being mean here this is a this is an objective because dude imagine if instead mark Wahlberg was impressed by yeah. her having these degrees yeah and yeah they started nerding out yeah and then yeah. they're getting hot for each other because look at them they're now balancing physics and and engineering and yeah, all these yeah, things yeah then you would have audiences going whoa i want to be I want to start pursuing yeah, physics. Yeah, you know yeah. what made me want to be smart? Transformers. But no. It's, they fucking make sure. That, and plus it's that whole, my whole life. I'm ha- I'm like significantly English through my mother's side mm-hmm, of the family. Mm-hmm. And even as a boy, it's there's this narrative in America that Brits are just like this weird foreign creature yeah. that's just so dorky and not as cool as we are. In yeah, yeah. Plus, we kick their ass anyway to become America. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like... That whole like anti-British thing, or just anti, just xenophobia. Yeah, yeah. Who's xenophobic to her, and yeah. which brings up a huge thing, which Ooh. I don't even know if you picked up on it. Oh, I told remind you, me. Like at the beginning, where it's like, wait, are they talking about transformers or are they talking about immigrants? You know what oh. I mean? Where they're like, oh, they're coming in, and they're uh, just, you yeah, know, yeah. like they, now that I don't, that would have been interesting. Yeah, if they yeah. had really done an immigrant story, but yeah. the trans, but from a transformers perspective. That's yeah. the thing, man. You're right. This movie actually really could have been interesting. Yeah. And, and keep the cast. The trailer had and me. I, and yeah. again, and uh, Mark, I think Mark Wahlberg is someone who I think benefits from direction. I've noticed when I've, when I've watched a movie that's done by a really like auteur kind yeah. of director, like David O. Russell or Paul Thomas Anderson... He, he like I loved him mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. I Heart Huckabees. Yeah, I love him in Boogie Nights. Right, I, think I loved when he, him in that. Yeah. And also, and dude, Basketball Diaries. I know we're going for his younger roles, yeah, here, yeah. but still, like he he uh, when he has someone, I think who kind of latches onto him and really like kind of uh, don't mm-hmm. just show up. I feel yeah, like when he yeah. just kind of shows up for a yeah, paycheck, yeah. it's just annoying because he just has a thing yeah. and he sounds the same way every time. Yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah, 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 Whoa. Yeah. Hi, like, you dude, know what, how are you the last night? Yeah. <laughs> the thing with him is the thing that I think makes him an effective actor is mm. that he's able to be tough, right? Yeah. But he also has that vulnerability that, yeah. that like a good actor needs. Like totally. for instance, that scene in Boogie Nights where his mom is yelling at him and he's oh, crying so and stuff. Good. It's yeah. very realistic. But within a Michael Bay thing where it's all fucking testosterone and there's no softness. Like this is yeah. so such an opposite movie from Transformers. But remember Hotel Rwanda? You know what? Guilty confession. I've never seen. Okay, it. well, there's. It's a great film. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a million years. But totally. it's, a, it's a great film, yeah. and it's important history and all that. Of course, shit, right? yeah. There's a part where, and I'm not giving anything away. There's a part where Don Cheadle is so overwhelmed by everything that's happening, he goes into a room. I'm, I, I forget if this is exactly how it happens, but he goes into a room. He closes the door, 
and he just breaks down and he starts crying. Yeah. And it's a very real emotion. You really feel that. No Michael Bay character <laughs> would ever no. do such a thing because that Hell would be no. pussy. That yeah. would be, you know. And it's like, dude, it's a human. I agree. You know. That's the, and, and yeah, the men have to be super testosterone up and the women have to be super. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if saying estrogen is the right thing, but, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they have to be super sexed up. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Everyone, no one has a chance to just kind of be innocent or vulnerable in yeah. these movies. You're right. Well, to be human. Even, even Hopkins was saying shit that like, I'm sorry, I don't. I don't buy that. Yeah. that. This old man would be like, oh, dude, here's another thing, too. They were shitting on characters that were doing something kind of cool. You know what I really like? Hopkins was telling them this big story, and I thought it was pretty pretty brilliant that Cogman was providing the music. In yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hopkins just shames him. He's like, shut up. Yeah, if you yeah. do that again, I'll banish you. For yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay. I actually think that probably if you even asked Anthony Hopkins, he'd be like, no, no, it's a great idea that a robot would yeah, do yeah, the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I realize what I like in movies are the agreement. I like when characters are faced. Uh, it, this doesn't give anything away, by no, the way, for, for Twin Peaks, but there's a moment of this season. I just want to bring up this one thing yeah, that gives an example of this. There was a character that was expecting a particular coffee in a scene mm-hmm. in Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get that because the guy who makes the coffee run due to a different thing couldn't give him that drink. So all he had left over was a was a green tea latte. And uh, the guy's like looking at it. This isn't the new one? This isn't the new right, Twin right, Peaks. Right. And I'm only mentioning this because this is an example. What could have happened was this could have been a scene about a guy who just makes a big angry speech about how he didn't get the coffee he wanted at the end of scene. He gets a coffee he didn't expect, and as he drinks it, he has this orgasmic face of glee and then starts drinking it with more veracity and and has this like pleasurable face of like, you know what? This was an accident. I'm glad it happened. So I bring that up as an example of like, this movie was a whole bunch of negating. They were, everyone's shutting each other's ideas down, telling each other to shut up. Or, Or dude, Anthony Hopkins told Wahlberg this like beautiful speech about like, I can't go on from this point. You must take this. And what does Mark Wahlberg do? You talk too much. Yeah. Like, again, you yeah. fucking this stupid. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I'm a dummy, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you know, I would have liked more of agreement with characters who were kind of in awe of their situation and helping each other. Yeah, like, yeah. Call me yeah. a softy, but that works yeah. better when characters are for each other. Yeah. Even if they got yeah, have some jibes, but still, just like yeah, yeah. If he had been like. Pretty impressive, isn't it? Cogman can sing falsetto opera. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. if he had kind of gone with it, yeah. I would have been delighted. Yeah. Yeah. I realize Michael Bay makes the cin- cinema of the other. Everything is the other. Every like if mm. there's a guy in in the movie and he has glasses and he's kind of dweeby, which I think there was a guy in that movie like that, the Buster from Arrested Development. Yes. But like yes. Oh, hey nerd! What's wrong with you, nerd? Or like, yeah, like yeah. if somebody like right? Oh, the, and yeah, the other characters too are like, okay, we don't have time for all this physics. Yeah, crap. Like, yeah. It's just it's the movie celebrated dummy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. a celebration of dumbness. You know? And I do, again is that do we fault America? Like, is is Michael Bay just capturing indeed the fucking like we're again in what they call the bubble of California? Yeah, yeah. Of course, whenever whenever I hear that, I want to go right. It's such a bubble to actually care about science yeah, and maybe yeah. open your town to immigrants and maybe yeah. advance culture and understanding amongst people yeah that's such a bubble yeah. like you know but, but apparently this is popular because i know a lot of people wouldn't even be talking this way yeah like, oh it's pretty cool yeah they yeah wouldn't, they wouldn't at all say you know this anti-intellectualism that we're noticing it, and these, like troubling. they wouldn't even say that yeah dude. there's an interesting thing and this might open up to a huge discussion but i'm just gonna go for it man because fuck it it's we sunday got the podcast. yeah it's sunday exactly baby. man Woo! hey boom and fist bump this is good you know yes. but uh Jesse Sanchez, who you met, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he said 
that people that went to you know there's the auteur theory you know, and you know it's like the filmmaker is the author of the film or whatever right. and i guess you know to start certain people like herzog is a is an auteur but michael bay is not right right, right. to which i say I kind of disagree uh. because I heard, and I heard this from other people, that like in film school, Michael Bay was pretty much making the same things he's making now with chicks in bikinis and firecrackers and stuff. And this was always his sensibility. And maybe yeah. his dumb sensibility just jives with the rest of the dumb world. I think I think so. I mean, clearly the, these movies make money. That's why this is, what is this, part five in the I franchise? Think, yeah, I don't something. Even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, this is my first experience with Transformers. Yeah, and yeah. I, th- I think I got my film. <laughs> yeah, oh, here's yeah. a question I Go have. Ahead. Why wasn't when did Sheila Buff not get invited back to this franchise? Wait, who's Sheila Buff? So he was the kid in the first movie. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Sheila Buff. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila Buff. Yeah. But did you she notice looks that exactly picture the of way it? she sounds? Did you see that picture of her? Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that was almost was. making fun yeah, of him, yeah, too. Yeah. Like they were totally like giving this is what him what I think. Yeah. I think uh I think Shia LaBeouf uh, thought I don't need the Transformers anymore, and he, I think he started bad mouthing the Transformers. And, okay. and Michael Bay said, "I don't need you, man." Right. You know. I think I think so because also, and what happened to Megan Fox? Wasn't she a fixture to this? Yes, but that's a very interesting, funny, weird side note thing. Okay. She became April O'Neil on in the Ninja Turtles, and I think she's a really actually awesome April O'Neil. I uh-huh. think she's really good, and I gotta be honest with you, I kind of like the Ninja Turtles movies. Ooh, fighting words! Yeah, no, I, I, I haven't, I haven't seen it. I, I just would, love, I love the nineteen ninety yeah, movie so I, goddamn much. I would, I would, you know biased. what I would do? Like if I was like, oh, I would just give you the second one, and I bet yeah. this is this is a good Ninja Turtles story or whatever. Yeah. But the interesting thing about that is that those are Michael Bay produced. But, oh, he didn't direct them. No, no, he didn't ah, direct okay, them. Okay. And it's like it has all of his dumbness, but for some reason maybe it's because it's like once removed, you can kind of take it. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like sure. it's not like so sure. rah in your face like Well, I know cuz I do know this much. Wasn't the first one was executive produced by Spielberg? Actually, I think he even executive produced I think, this one. I think his or name he, is on all of these. I, okay, know? so he he does the production and as I want I heard that the first one he kind of was there to sort of give some yeah. direction and the first one was all right like, i hear the first yeah. one if you if like it actually has some quality yeah. to it because lord knows i i uh, you were mentioning pearl harbor earlier <laughs> i just remember when that movie came out i had friends who went to go see it before yeah. i did and i still haven't seen it but they came back and they hated it so yeah. much these are like 15 we're all 15 yeah, and yeah. they were like dude the actual Pearl Harbor stuff was about a half hour of this three-hour yeah, yeah. mess of just a stupid love yeah. story gone wrong. Can I basically. give a quick review of please, it? Please, please do. One of the dumbest fucking movies I have ever seen in my life. So Pearl there, Harbor. So there you go. It's, it's so dumb, bad. His like, dumb, yeah. ca- his, his catalog of dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, see, but see, that's my thing. Like, you know, he said, oh, I make movies for 13-year-olds. What a crime. And it's like, okay, yeah, you do. Yeah, but also not every 13-year-old is dumb. Exactly. I was, when I was 13, I, sir, I saw Armageddon. Yeah. And I was fucking bored as hell yeah, about halfway yeah. through that movie. Yeah. And it wouldn't end. Although that animal cracker scene with Liv Tyler always pleasantly <laughs> and confusedly yeah, rings yeah, through yeah. the memories. Well, you mentioned yeah. on the podcast, you've told me, you know, you had that magical summer where you were, you were 14, maybe? I was 14, 14 and I discovered what, all the auteur shit. Shoot out some of the movies you were Dude, watching. Dude, at 14, I just there was this summer where I just suddenly, I discovered 
it started with Dirty Harry. Yeah. I, I and and I think to this day it holds up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Although admittedly when I saw Dirty Harry last, I started to see how much of a kind of libertarian wet dream he yeah, is. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, Oh, I don't know. And the bad guy was like an evil hippie and I'm like, hmm, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. But it's it's just stylish. It's so stylistically cool, and that was the same summer that I discovered Godfather one and two. Yeah. Also, it was my first Tarantino taste. That yeah, year. yeah. That yeah. very oh. same summer, I discovered uh, Pulp Fiction, which of course is a celebration of yeah. all these movies, and also The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly yeah, as yeah. Leone. So just imagine that yeah. cluster of of seventies cinema, yeah. or indeed ninety cinema, celebrating seventies yeah. cinema. So and, yeah. That being said, kids are not dumb. No, they're not dumb, dude. You well, I mean, yeah, you are going to have some kids who just eat that shit up and they're not even thinking about it in terms of like a production. They're yeah, just like, yeah, dude, yeah. I got yeah. to see a bunch of visual yeah. orgasm all it's, day long. It's thing cool. Is, the thing is, like, Michael Bay is. Cl- I cannot sit here and be like, oh, the guy is so untalented. He's not. Like, no, he's, no, no, you he's know, clearly like, got a niche. Yeah. It's his thing. And in fact, his direction of special effects are. It's impressive. It yeah. is. You'd be stupid to say it's not. You know what I mean? But the thing is, it, Michael, if you're listening, you need to work <laughs> on the connective tissue between the action scenes yeah. because it's just mush. And it's, show us some. And show us some vulnerability as well yeah and not like it's it's too hallmark cute to like he tried with Wahlberg having the daughter who he couldn't talk to he could listen to on the phone but that's like that's easy that's more like touching no show us when Wahlberg like fucks up oh you know what would be great in one of these movies is like in the middle of shooting he accidentally like kills a kid or something yeah and like he's holding this dead child in his arm and one of the transports like it wasn't your fault yeah yeah, and he he goes through this guilt period where he's like i don't know what happened yeah i was just out there yeah and now thanks to me and like and then he breaks down and cries and has this whole thing and then he has to right the wrong by like going to the parents and like i'll I'll do this right like that would be amazing (laughs) yeah ain't gonna happen it it wouldn't happen but it would be more interesting than just i'm the best yeah i'm macho and you know like and for a minute i wasn't macho and now <laughs> yeah macho. yeah oh, oh damn. that's the big drama you know like that was like think of his arc in this one it kind of was, was right? it was kind of like i don't think he even had a moment to feel like he wasn't awesome yeah, yeah. He, maybe just for a second because yeah. he had to compete with a woman for a minute yeah yeah and nothing against the woman that played her but like her character was written as just nothing well, like she was know, she was christmas jones you remember christmas jones uh, this is from The World Is Not Enough, the Pierce Brosnan. Oh, okay. Bond yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. And that's where you have Denise Richards playing a nuclear physicist oh, named right. Christmas Jones. Yeah, I remember and that. It was yeah. the same thing. Now, look, on a fantasy level, I'm fucking on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will say, I have met beautiful women who are also yeah, yeah, incredibly yeah. talented and yeah. they do look that way. But I, I know what you mean, though. This character also spoke from that play like was self-aware like yeah, kind of like yeah. you know well as a sex model yeah, who yeah. knows so much i believe yeah. or though there was that dumb part where like she's watching the sort of bracelet of his which is like kind of like liquid robotic material right. that slides down yeah. his torso and down his pants and then she's like oh well we could discover that later yeah. and i'm like you know what yeah that's a lie this fucking thing where they show women just ready for a man who yeah. she met in two minutes of like curious about his. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know. You know what? What do I know? Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Well, well, it you, seems unrealistic to me. But yeah. then again, if you're a woman listening, you might be like, "No, I'm yeah. totally curious." Any, about any, guys. Ch- yeah. any woman. Sorry, I was about to say chicks. But yeah. Any, any, any woman, of you broads <laughs> listening at all? Any chicks listening? Any woman listening? Just let us know. But like, for instance, yeah. I notice whenever there's a character dynamic of the uh, attractive 
uh, educated woman with the the rough rustic guy there's always a scene right <laughs> yeah where the guy for some reason or another has to take off his shirt yeah and, and that, she's all she's flustered. yellow oh. like oh, 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 yeah. oh do you want me to close yeah. my eyes oh, oh, you know and Dude, it's like and and what do you and i don't know when the last time you were on tinder or bumble but have you noticed most profiles say shirtless guys swipe left i'm oh, not really? interested that oh, shit's nice. old like a lot of girls yeah. are over that shit yeah I mean, i'm sure look you're human you're, you're yeah, gonna like yeah. uh, you're gonna like flesh eye candy yeah and i'm good, sure aesthetically it looks nice yeah but good like, for marky mark the guy yeah. well, hey okay fucking hey yeah work out bro <laughs> yeah. oh i worked on the scene yeah. i specifically worked out for the scene bro but i read somewhere a girl said like sex with those guys is like sex with a statue oh shit you know? Which, you know, you know, so, well, so that's that clearly uncomfortable. makes me feel good, you know, <laughs> but anyway, so I think we've said a lot about Transformers. We have to give our rating and then yeah. we're going to talk about three, count them, three, three Anthony Hopkins movies from the 90s. That yes, I, that I wanted to mention yeah, because yeah, yeah. some of you guys at home, and I'm not trying to be all pedantic here, but some of you may be of a younger generation and you just think of this old guy who yeah. was in Transformers the last night. Th- that actor is one of our finest actors, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I want to recommend some amazing films yeah. that he was And Alex in. is an actor buff, so he knows, you know, <laughs> along with movie buff. So I know what I'm talking yeah. about. So our, in case you are new to the podcast, our rating system is on a scale of 1 to 10 ice cream cones. If the movie completely blows us away, it's an ice cream sundae, and if it gives us mixed feelings and we're split, it's a banana split. Alex, interdimensional Alex, what do you give Transformers? last night or dark or whatever the fuck i i only have two hands so i give it two ice cream cones that's it that's oh it. oh my god i give it two out of ten and it's not that i like hated it but it is what it is like yeah. like i'm never gonna watch out it of again ten, huh brutal. is that too brutal no no go for it if you want know. dude let's i say, mean let's say two and a half because yeah. i still laughed a little bit yeah, I had yeah, fun. yeah yeah but honestly it was just like like the dialogue was complete garbage yeah and yeah. the some of the visuals were nice, but dude, I'll watch Lord of the Rings for quality. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah, no, I'm giving it two and a half okay, ice cream cones. Okay, that gives that me... are melting. Yeah, yeah, two <laughs> melted ice cream cones. I'm gonna have to give it a three. All right, simply for the visual effects. Sure. I thought the visual effects were really good. This yeah. is not an ice cream Sunday movie by any means. No, no, it's not an ice cream split. No split. Banana split. <laughs> it's it's a three. So moving on. Yes, Alex. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. So, so I mentioned this man because he really is, when he was a young man, he worked with the best in the business. Yeah, and now yeah. that he's an old man, everyone wishes they could work yeah, with yeah. him. He's, he's a very uh, talented man. This guy's career goes back hell to the 60s, dude. The, mm-hmm. uh, there's a film, uh, even though I said I was going to talk about 90s, I'm going to briefly mention, I think the youngest role I've ever seen him in is, uh, he, he was... Uh, one of the sons of Henry II in this film, The Lion in Winter, if you uh-huh. know, like Peter O'Toole and uh-huh. Catherine Hepburn movie. Heard, yeah. He plays Richard the Lionhearted in that. Oh, yeah. And he and he's a younger man, and, and it's also, you can kind of tell it's a different time in his career. Yeah. He later on would do more and more roles. And then, of course, some most of you, even the most basic of movie person, might know about Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. I'm not going to go into that because it's talked about enough. Yeah. And we went after, into it on the podcast. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did yeah, go yeah, into yeah. it. We and, and we talked about the kind of the difference of how his 
character morphed over time. But one question, sir, uh, that movie that you just mentioned, what was it called? Uh, the Lion in Winter. The Lion in Winter. Yeah. Is it a violent 19... movie? Is it like... Oh, there are some violent parts, but you know what it really is? Yeah. It's like Game of Thrones, but only the family drama part. So none of the torture, none of the violence, none of the rape. But right. that whole like sons plotting against a father and uh-huh. a father because it's basically about a dysfunctional royal family uh-huh. having Christmas dinner together. Oh yeah. So it's fun that way. It's your classic like dysfunctional family meeting for a holiday yeah. except it's in medieval times. Yeah. So they're in this castle and they're spending the whole time plotting against each nice. other. Yeah. So it's really brutal. So it's, it's like, a recommendation. Oh it's great yeah. dude. Right, it's cool. like fucking classic and it lost to fucking Oliver for best picture. Oh, yeah. uh, you know so it's it, it was that and Wild Bunch you know. Yeah dude Dude, and these were these late. I think it came out in '68, and then Wild Bunch '69. Oh yeah, we'll save oh. the peck and pop. Yeah, 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 anyway, sure, yeah. So after, I, for me, Hopkins had this golden period after he got his Oscar for Silence of the Lambs. Up through the '90s, he had this cool period where he was just doing interesting roles in interesting movies. Right. These were not blockbuster popcorn movies. These were fascinating uh, character studies, mm-hmm. starting with. 1993's Shadowlands. Yeah. Do you know about this movie? Wait a minute. Tell me about it. He plays C.S. Lewis, the author who wrote Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe and that uh-huh. whole series for children. Wow. And it's the story about that author. I'm sorry. I'm so embarrassed. But oh, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't... Maybe I've heard the title, but keep going. This is... Yeah, yeah no, yeah. no. It's, it's rarely talked about. And we're yeah. talking about something that no Transformers audience is probably going to go watch. <laughs> was, it a, was it a British production? I, it think? may have been. And it definitely... It was something that I think kind of hit the... Probably hit the Oscar yeah, circuit yeah. a little bit. But, yeah. I, but I imagine it wasn't like... It wasn't something Hollywood was pushing for everyone Shadowlands, to see. But huh? Shadowlands. Yeah. And it's a beautiful tale really about like... He meets uh, Deborah Winger and her uh-huh. son. Her son is, of all people, the kid who is the brother in in uh, Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. One of the kids, right? Yeah. So yeah. that, so he's the kid in it, and they uh, are coming from a divorced situation. And it's like, imagine if your stepdad is C.S. Lewis, uh-huh, this uh-huh. great author who's done amazing, and you know, and you're already a kid. You've already read his books, yeah. You know? And meanwhile, he's alive. And it's a it's it's a different pace movie, folks. This is not Transformers. It's a yeah. very <laughs> yeah. kind of like glacial pace movie. But there is a scene that will break your heart. Where uh, and I won't give it away, but Hopkins is just he's there for the boy in an extremely emotionally raw mm-hmm. moment, and it's so good. It's right. just like wow. And and Hopkins is gentle in this movie because he I think his real niche is playing kind of creepy, menacing dudes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he does that so well. It's just nice to see him in this yeah. movie as just kind of like a mild mannered author who also is a man of God, but not dogmatic. And mm-hmm. he's just lending his light to the people around. Yeah. This is a, it's a Shadowlands. I gotta Shadowlands, check that out. Dude. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was I gonna say? Fuck! I've totally it slipped my mind. Um, what I was gonna say was, uh, no, I forgot. Sorry. Go. All ahead. right. Well, yeah. if it comes back, come yeah, yeah. Now, uh, getting to one of my absolute favorite. I think this is kind of one of my favorite movies, even though I don't necessarily put it on a top ten. But yeah. Have you seen The Edge? 1997's The Edge. No, but it's on my list. Dude, of I will watch I it. I will see. watch yeah. it with you because yeah. I can watch yeah. it any day. It's one of those movies that I, I can Mamet watch any CD. Yeah. David, David yeah. Matt wrote it. And, it's a, and so I have a personal thing. I love David Mamet's work. Whenever he directs something, though, I think it's garbage. Yeah. But what I love is when Mamet writes something and then a very capable director takes that and mm-hmm. then does something with it. The Edge is a really cool survival movie yeah. and it's raw as fuck and it's scary and yet you feel totally safe with Anthony Hopkins who plays yeah. this 
kind of bored millionaire but you don't hate this millionaire because he seems to have an edge to him yeah Maybe that's why it's called the edge yeah. no, we don't, you know but uh he and alec baldwin and harry perrineau i think that's the actor's name and mm-hmm. he was in um did you ever watch oz no about the uh, prison yeah, yeah prison yeah. he was always the narrator on that uh-huh. show. really cool actor anyway these three guys crash land in alaska mm-hmm. and they're being stalked by a killer bear yeah Played by Bart the Bear. Played by yeah, the, yeah, yeah, Bart yeah. the Bear from The Bear, that yeah. movie. And this this bear is stalking them actively and toying with them. That's the scary part is this bear is kind of intelligent. Yeah. And it's fucking with them. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Hopkins is just, you get to see them, you know, over time getting more and more unshaven and more and more haggard in the woods. Yeah. It has a fantastic Jerry Goldsmith score. Yeah. And there's this wonderful scene where Hopkins is pumping up Alec Baldwin, they're going to kill the bear. Like he's in the, cause they've gone like a week without being able to eat. Cause the mm-hmm. bear is keeping them starved basically. Yeah. And Hopkins is whittling the stick into a spear. And he's like, Oh, you want to die out here, don't you? Yeah. No, no, not me. I'm not going to die. Yeah. I'm going to kill the bear. Yeah. Say it, say it. And then the, and he pumps him up. It's this amazing scene where he's pumping him up. He's like, come on, say it. And at first Baldwin's like, no, he's too, he's too powerful. We can't do it. And, he, yeah. and he's like, Say, I'm going to kill the bear. I'm going to kill the bear. And again, I'm going to kill the bear. And again, I'm going to kill the bear. What one man can do, another can do. What one man can do, another can do. And then it culminates to Hopkins just kind of looking at him with with satisfaction. He goes, you're goddamn right. (laughs) Because today, I'm going to kill the motherfucker. Yeah, nice. (laughs) So he pulls a little Hannibal right there as well. And anyway amazing adventure movie really really cool stuff something that you'd want to watch like with your dad yeah yeah, like like just to kind of like yeah let's go yeah so that's the second one now so that's so we covered one from 1993 one from 97 and Uh yes it looks like you're gonna ask me something no 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 i was gonna ask who directed shadowlands do you know oh and i'm blanking on both directors i'm sorry folks i'm just thinking about the movie i know that the guy who directed um uh the edge is lee uh, yeah, yeah, but I do know that that I know that the guy did other movies that I haven't enjoyed, but yeah. I love the edge. This is what yeah. I wanted to ask about Shadowlands. Yeah. Sorry, and then no, we'll no, get no, to totally. you know, um, is it very biopicy or is it is it kind of like just a snippet of Lewis's? No, it's just life? a snippet of. That's it, cool. This is totally I like, yeah. like it doesn't it barely even covers his creative process uh, or even like I I remember Deborah Winger's like oh I know you Mister Mister Lewis we in fact I've read to my son your book the language yeah. it just kind of they established that yeah. but really we're looking at an author and sort of his autumn yeah. years. Do the shots yeah. last more than five seconds? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. This is one I of those, like I said it's yeah. a long <laughs> right, cool. pace. Next and one. Then, and then the edge, if you ask me, is the perfect thing where it is action oriented, but it's not Michael Bay action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does have exciting cuts. To yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, 1999's Titus. Yes. Are you familiar yes, with Titus? I yeah, have it. Yeah, dude. Titus. I Let's love just that tell shit. the audience a little bit about this. Yeah. If you think Shakespeare is boring, I highly recommend that you watch Titus. This is a so it's directed by Julie Taymor, and she did this incredible job of bringing very avant-garde theater aesthetic mm-hmm. to the screen and you need that for shakespeare and her theater credentials were lion king yeah and, her yeah. big i i couldn't even begin to i don't know her her full list of theater credits but mm-hmm. i think she kind of hit the map by doing the lion king broadway production right yeah and it was this huge success and after that she got into talks with hopkins about doing this titus thing and i think it maybe at first they were thinking about doing a play and they're like no fuck let's make this into a movie yeah, yeah, yeah and it's really good yeah yeah and what's cool about it is that it plays with time and 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 time periods because even though it 
the play was written in ancient Rome, mm-hmm. and they still have the whole like Roman senators and all these things, yeah. but they're on motorcycles. They have swords yeah, and yeah. shields and armor. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but they are on motorcycles, yeah. and they have like you know PA systems they speak into, and like yeah. and and uh, um, and constant kind of like breaking of dimension. Like like suddenly it becomes like a mime dance show for yeah, one period. Yeah, like yeah. there's a scene where his son's heads are being delivered back to him from the enemy. And, I remember And that. it's a... Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, like a, and like he just a, laughs. Yeah. Because he's like, it's oh, so much. He like, has to. Yeah. And then he has a speech saying, I have to laugh because when a man... It's something I could... Yeah. A Shakespeare version of, <laughs> you can only take so much yeah. pain before... Yeah. And there's this wonderful exchange, and I believe this is verbatim in the play, and this is what I always tell people. Like, if you think Shakespeare is boring, there's this moment where the uh, arguably the bad guys of the movie... They have an even badder guy, this cunning dude who yeah. has been their house slave, and he is a black man, and the queen has been pregnant, and we assume from someone else, but she has a black child. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> scandal. Yeah. So they go up to him, and they're like, you know, how dare you? You're the, you're, our, you know, you're the servant to this family. You have no right to this. So the sons go up to him, and they say, thou hast done our mother shame. Yeah. And he says, boy, I've done your mother and that, I'm like, that's Shakespeare. Hey, that is fucking that's Shakespeare. Cool. And there's this one moment just like Hopkins totally brought back Hannibal for a second because, you know, the big thing about Titus is it's really about it's about a powerful warrior whose daughter gets raped and, and her mutilated. Cut off. Her yeah. tongue and her hands get cut off. Yeah. It's bad news. And out of revenge, he murders and cooks the sons and serves them up to their mother yeah. in a pie. Yeah. Now that's fucking revenge. Yeah. <laughs> that is so fucking cool. And when he has the boys strung upside down and he's telling them what he's going to do, he has this thing, and I'll try to do my best Hopkins, but he goes, Hark you, villain, I shall grind thy bones to dust, and with the dust I shall make a paste. And with the, like, he just yeah, keeps going yeah. on and on. And then when he finishes his speech, he straight up goes... <laughs> <laughs> like he like like he's like a ravenous beast yeah, about yeah. to kill them and it's total yeah, yeah. total Hannibal yeah. it is so good and uh and I feel like kind of after this time period like then you do Hannibal onwards it's been vehicle oriented and as you said kind of there's always a golden light somewhere yeah, yeah, it's expensive yeah. ass movies yeah. I'd say probably my next favorite thing after all this would be Westworld of like the yeah, work that yeah. he's done a good companion piece to Titus. You've probably seen this, but the Richard the Third with uh, Ian McKellen. Did you ever yeah, see that? Yeah, yeah, Wasn't I that did, really yeah, good? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a, as if they were like in a fascist nineteen twenties. It, it was totally. Kind of thing. I think they were doing it like a, as if as if England almost went Nazi. Yeah, kind yeah, of. yeah. I think that's the like, idea. Instead of for. like a swastika, it was like a wild boar or something. Right. Like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought that one was cool. That is that is a very yeah. good. Um, Let me ask you in yeah. terms of Anthony Hopkins. How do you feel about like when an actor gets to be a certain age and he has the pedigree of an anthony hopkins and he kind of does you know the big roles that are like i don't know you know what i mean mm-hmm. by the big roles i mean not like like the dad and in thor and the, yeah the, this part in the last night and right those little you know like i'm the wise old man or i'm the you know like in yeah. the in the case of like an al pacino or robert de niro they play like older gangsters and stuff do you think do you like it when an actor sort of like goes off into their twilight zone and sort of you know what i mean yeah does that make any sense no no no, it 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 does i just it's funny because i bet if we talk to anthony hopkins he'd be like oh total blast michael's a uh he's a joy to work with yeah yeah. great people and 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 let's face it probably was a good paycheck for him as well yeah but 
I think for him, he doesn't have a problem with it. I have a bit of a judgment on it because yeah. I'm remembering movies like The Edge and Shadowlands yeah. and Titus. And yeah. I'm watching, and I'm like, ah, uh, why does like we need to give more respect to these, you know, these truly seasoned lifetime actors. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it just, I, I kind of stand against the money making machine movies. So when they rope these guys in, I'm like, no. Yeah, don't. Yeah. And at the same time, eh. He has also put down a shit ton of great work. And let's yeah, face yeah. it, before he did any of these big blockbuster movies, he had a good like 20 years under his belt of like solid, good character-driven yeah, yeah, roles. Yeah. So maybe he's earned it. But why doesn't Daniel Day-Lewis do that? You know, like there's some yeah, others yeah. who will refuse. Are you kidding me? Daniel Day-Lewis and Michael Bay. He's yeah, like, yeah. it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting because I think some artists are just so pure. Like yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis is very pure. Right. And not that I'm saying that this is not pure but there are other people that just like to work yeah and i and i think i get the feeling hopkins is that way yeah yeah, yeah, i really i don't see hopkins going like oh god i have to do a transformer just to make that next payment no i think he probably just was like great this is an opportunity to work with a big name and i'll and i'm sure i'll have some nice days hanging out let's face it when you're Sir Anthony Hopkins, you're probably being treated very well by everyone everyone's just amazed that they're meeting hannibal Lecter, all that stuff um, and from what I hear, he's a really cool dude. Like yeah. I've, I've met some actors who've met him, yeah. and to say that he is just like a total gent. Um, nice. I have a friend who worked on uh, a movie that didn't get any mainstream release, and uh-huh. nevertheless, it stars him and Pacino. Oh wow! Not stars, but they're but they're in yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and they kind of help that movie get seen. Yeah. And he said the main difference between the two, because he was on set watching yeah. them, he was he was part of the production team, is that Hopkins knew every word to every part of of the script mm-hmm. and got it all done in anywhere between one to two, maybe three takes tops. And Pacino didn't bother to learn the script and just said shit. In fact, yeah. did one take where had they kept that take, the movie would have gone in a whole different plot yeah, direction. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But uh, it's interesting. And I also, I did once watch uh, Hopkins in one of those profile on the actor interview kind of things. And they yeah. said, how do you prepare for the role? And he said, I, uh, I read the script and... Uh, I learn it very well, and then I show up. And then they're like, oh, come on, yeah. don't be glib. And he's like, no, 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 I'm being very serious. I read the script. I learn it very, very well. I read, read, read it yeah. over and over and over again until it's just by rote. Yeah. And then I show up. Yeah. And I think, and I interpret the whole show up as just like he just, the lines are now out of the way. Yeah. Now yeah. he can just play yeah. on set. When he gets there, he can just let them come yeah, out any yeah, old way yeah. that he wants. Okay, I have an idea. Mm. Before we sign off, and this was awesome oh, and yeah. everything, um we're gonna do a scene from the last night i'm gonna be mark Wahlberg, and you're gonna be anthony hopkins <laughs> should we take a rip before this or do you think we should just jump right in? i think it, that would be more fun to okay to, okay to, to yeah keep, to, keep talking about anthony hopkins i'm gonna prepare yes. my bong oh you know or just describe what i'm doing or oh, i will do both because here's i thought of another one while you do that okay, this is this is a big recommendation signing off. but this was fun you guys yeah, thanks yeah. hey give me a fist bump over the speakers boom and yes and we are fist yeah, bumping. Awesome. you okay. can't see it but we are fisting we are fisting each other uh yeah there is a so you in radio land i highly recommend 1984's the bounty now this is like part three in the remakes that they made of this whole story about a mutiny aboard the ship the bounty and check out the cast for this movie you have anthony hopkins as the captain mel gibson when we all (laughs) respected him and didn't (laughs) have all these opinions about him uh, as, like, the man who will lead the mutiny against him. Third billing, 
watch out, Daniel Day-Lewis. You also have Liam Neeson in this movie. Just imagine these four on the high seas in a kind of early, I guess, I think it takes place like in the early 1800s, and they go to Tahiti, and they're all Englishmen, and they're, of course, all fucking insane, and they turn on each other, and it's a big fucking great yelling movie. Great moments where they're like, oh, God damn you, I can't take it anymore. You know, like, great shit. What is this called? It's called The Bounty. The Bounty? Yeah. Like, did you ever hear... They did a a version... Like, every 10 or 20 years, they always remake this movie. It Uh it was first a Charles Lawton movie back in, like, the... I want to say the 40s or 50s. Then they remade it in the early 60s with Marlon Brando in it. the first rip. Yes. I will take... Alex is going to take the first rip, and then I'm going to pack myself... Whee! May I have a lighter, sir? Yes. And, um... But, yeah, it's just... It's really cool. And, by the way, and I really like... Mel Gibson as an actor. I mean, I know he's said a bunch of shit that's totally heinous, and who knows what else is going on with him. But he he also speaking of Shakespeare, our finest Hamlet, in my opinion, was Gibson. Now it's not the finest Hamlet movie, but his Hamlet is the finest Hamlet movie. The Kenneth Branagh one. Um, or which one is? I don't think it's actually been done yet. Really? I think that they're they're. It's like, waiting for us. It's waiting, dude. I that that is Hamlet is a great tale that can be told. Well, you know what I do give the Brana movie credit for is it's literally the entire play, not not one line cut really? from it. That's what's cool about that movie is that it's completely uncut. Oh, nice. Which of course that's why it's four yeah. hours long. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Yes. Um, I'm gonna shut the door and you just take that room. I'm gonna take, take it into the mic. So this is Sasha. you will now hear the medicating. Of cannabis. And then we're doing this amazing scene from the last night. When I need to take a nice bong rip, I do it on the Nas Red podcast. That's right. That's where all those smooth bong rips occur. Hold on. What so, is our strain of choice today, sir? Um, This is from a dispensary called Kelly's. It's white oh. buffalo. Ooh, nice. I am familiar with white the, buffalo. That's a nice little hybrid yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. It's a good little... For those of you playing the home game, a hybrid incorporates both a sativa for head happy, jolly, goofy times yeah. and an indica for laid back, chilled out times. For those of you who are lazy with the English language, it is not stevia nor indinka. <laughs> it's a personal pet peeve I have being within the business when people ask me, I need a strong strain, but no stevia in it. And I no. go, I assure you, there's no artificial sweetener in this. Or is stevia artificial? Who knows? Right in to the Nas Red podcast. Okay. We are ready to do this scene. Now, the scene <laughs> this- is... <laughs> yes, what's, a, what's the setup here? The setup is... You, Anthony Hopkins, you're telling me about some gobbledygook of robots, and I'm like, who are you? Okay, okay sure, right, sure, right. sure, right. Okay, and action. Well, of course, it was a different time when I was your age. I thought the world would be mine as I figured out what I was doing. I don't know what you're talking about. Some British guy calls me out of nowhere, asks me to do these things? Yes, yes, well, if you if you take a moment and listen... I might be able to tell you. I, don't, what I, the... I make things with my hands. I've got muscles. Very interesting. Strange how you can't listen to a word I'm saying, but you managed to somehow survive up to this point to even meet me. Yeah, all I know is I'm just doing my thing, and you call me. What, 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 what's your problem, man? Now, God damn it, man! I've been telling you all along that you were the last knight. Plain and simple. Okay, and now at this point, we don't have a girl here, but like <laughs> at this point, the girl says... 
you know, Mark, you should listen to him. The, the, this is, I'm, I do a horrible girl British voice. I don't but, keep but, it up. Oh, yeah, right. Mark, what was his name in the movie? Just call uh, him Mark. Mark. Marky Mark. Mark, don't you know that this man is trying to tell you something? We are educated British people and you're just not listening. Well, and, I've, and I've followed your career. I saw your Kevin Klein underwear commercials and I knew that you were the man for the job. Now say it. I was a say I'm going to destroy the Decepticons. I was a different guy back then. I was Marky Mark. Now I'm a serious actor. And that's why I've brought you here to destroy the Decepticons. Now you're going to do it. Well, say I'm going to destroy the Decepticons. I'm, I'm going to destroy the Decepticons. That's right. The Decepticons. Say it again. I'm going to destroy the Decepticons. And again. I can't say the Decepticons. Try your hardest. I'm going to say Decepticons. I, I, can't, I have to destroy the Decepticons. You're goddamn right. Because today, I'm going to kill those motherfuckers. <laughs> Boom! And scene! The Academy Awards go to Nasred and Alex Rogers. Thank you, everybody. Alex, anything hey. else you want to shout out to anybody? or You know, as per usual, y'all can find me at CastawayClown on Twitter. And uh, if you can also uh, find my SoundCloud account where you'll find audiobooks and other little gems, also at Sound... At, excuse me, at CastawayClown at SoundCloud. Awesome. And you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr.Nasred. Email me at Nasredpodcast at gmail.com and visit me at Nasred.com for all of your Nasred needs. And please do like, share, and subscribe on iTunes and leave me a beautiful review and buy a Wild 7 Productions t-shirt. 10% of the proceeds go to Children Incorporated. Goodbye, my Transformer, Autobot, whatever the fuck, friends. <laughs>